Spirits and, and witches. witches. This is Monica. And this is Shauna. And we're your high priestess for this evening. How you doing, Monica? I'm doing the hang. How are you doing? Uh, my mouth is on fire. I right bet now. it is. I um, bet it is. I saw you munching away. I have eaten entirely too many hot Cheetos. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm so fucking addicted to those things. It must be yeah, all the MSG. They're really hot. Them. They're really hot. They are, just, but they're good. I I crave them sometimes too. Right? It's it's the MSG. I don't know what that's what I think it is. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Anyway, it's, they're delicious. I love them, but I ate way too many of them because I'm hungry and I need real food. But this is what's in front of me. Yeah, got and, it. And um, you're gonna hear me like mouth breathing a lot, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's just whew, this is a little hot. Um, what you drinking? I am, believe it or not, I am drinking some mead that my coven brother gave me, and it's delicious, to say the least. I do like mead. It's a berry mead, and it's so delicious. It's really good. What are you drinking? I am drinking a Stregatonic. Oh, okay. So for those of you guys in Patreon, you guys can check that out because we do have the video up. It is one of Ricky's cocktail concoction hours, and so he shows you how to make different drinks, and Monica is there, and he has... For a modest fee. For a modest fee. He's of our, our first tier, our $1 tier. Yeah. I think it hurts Bargain his feelings. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, I want it to be in the dollar, you know. Um, Something affordable you know, for uh, everyone to see, you know? Yes, yes, uh, which um, we allows us to segue into our plug. Don't forget to like us on whatever you're listening on you know um review it say nice things yes say very <laughs> nice things follow it you can follow it subscribe share it with your friends um yeah, spread the word spread the yeah. word spread the word if you guys like want yeah and uh you know patreon has tons of extra goodies we've been doing it for a while so there's a handful of drinks shauna's got her own segment monica's got her own segment we yeah. have bonus episodes. bonus episodes once in a while if I get extra content of things that gets up. Uh, one day Ricky's going to need to just take like a work workcation where he just like stays home and works on this because he has so much extra recordings of dumb shit that Monica has said in front of a microphone without thinking about it. Dumb shit I've said in front of a yeah, microphone too. too, but we have like probably like at least an hour worth of oh Monica coming. <laughs> one day I'll compile it all in. Yeah, one day it'll be there. there. Yeah, do so. a drum beat to it too, Ricky. You know what I mean? Give it a beat. <laughs> Give it a beat. Give it a beat. Sorry about that. <laughs> so, you know, if you if you guys can check us out on Patreon, Wine Spirits and Witches. And speaking of Patreoners, I want to say welcome and thank you to our two newest stranglets, Courtney and Emily. Hello and welcome and thank you. Hey guys, welcome to the Coven. Thank you for those who have continued to support us. You we guys fucking you. rock. We love you and i did want to say i actually did a reading for one of our listeners recently and she told me that um she started seeing in like witch forums that people have started to recommend wine spirits and witches or nice. talk about it yeah. yeah that was really exciting when she when she told me that so everyone that's been doing that that listens just you know what guys thank you thank yes. you for your support yes we so appreciate it sharing yes. the words what are you moving around nothing 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 i'm sorry okay we're on almost all platforms (laughs) stitcher uh, apple spotify Spotify, amazon music you can yell at alexa and tell alexa to play it oh wow Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
Oh, whoops. Yeah, yeah, we got one in here. Um, and on Spotify, if you want to have a lot of fun, you can actually slow it down, and then Monica and I sound drunker than we really are. So, <laughs> you know, there's that. But um, with that said, with that said, let's get to the show because you guys are like, shut the fuck up. Uh, I'm not here to listen to your plugs. I'm here to listen to. You shut up. Well, you're going to get all of it tonight, motherfuckers. Okay. All right. We are doing Ask Astrega, and I'm just going to start it off by saying, if you guys have questions, stories, comments, things that you would like featured on Ask Astrega, please email it. We will see it. Wine spirits. Yes. Wine spirits and witches at gmail.com. Do not send it on Instagram. I will lose it. I won't see it. It will not get put where it needs to go. Email it to wine spirits and witches at gmail.com. Monica, take it away. Okay. Our first Strega, Ask a Strega question is from Onyx. And it says, hello, beautiful Stregas. It's been a while and I have two questions. Number one small story 15-ish years ago i went to a yule ritual and awakening during the awakening we passed around the child and said one word we wish for them to have an abundance of in their life i gave the child patience i look back now and wonder if i accidentally gave the child all of my future kids patience away my daughter emma has zero patience lol my my question is, is there a way to call back some of the patients from the child without it being a detriment to them? I don't know the child or the family's name, so I have no way of knowing. Um, the way I feel about this is when you gave your blessing of that patience to that kid, that is for that child. Um, it's not taking away from your children. I just feel like maybe your little Emma is an impatient. She's spicy. Yeah, so... No, I mean, she's going to have to learn the lesson of patient, but there's no way of taking it back. And I don't think it transferred all of all of that energy to that one child and during the wickening. So it's just a matter of fact of like, you know, her learning patience. I mean, it's a tough, it's a tough lesson to learn. I know, um, but it can be done. No, I, I don't think I have any suggestions because I have no patience. So when you figure it out, let me know. Yeah. I mean, there's no real connection there. I don't think like it was taken away from your kids at all. Well, I will say like, as far as teaching her patience, um, again, I have none. So who I have knows? very little patience too. I mean, I don't like waiting for things and people. I, that bothers me. That's where my patient lies, but uh, I'm very patient with people and animals and things like that. I'm so. the opposite. I can wait for things, and I can oh, you do can that see. Oh people. no! Just, I, sometimes I'll get annoyed if it's someone that makes you wait a really long time and stuff. Like you know, there's like a level where it'll irk me. Um, I don't have patience for people. I do have patience for animals. I do not have patience for people because people suck. Yeah. Um, but you could also look up Saint Monica. Uh, she, she is, is these patron saint of patience yeah mm-hmm. so, so maybe, maybe yeah. there's something there that you can do with Emma and see what that looks like yeah that's mm-hmm. my suggestion for yeah. that one okay the second question I know we consecrate our tools for use in magical workings when we've chosen a different tool for whatever reason how do we go about cutting the magical ties to the tool do we throw it a party or just simply thank it for its work it has done and discontinue using it I look forward to your answers in future episodes. As always, thank you both for the knowledge and wisdom you impart on me and the WSW Coven. Um, I have changed up my tools many times in my lifetime, in my magical lifetime. 
And I feel what you need to do is you just need to cleanse it under some some smoke by fire and air, maybe a little bit of water and earth too, water and sea salt, and then wrap it in something like a silk cloth or a cloth, and then just put it in a sacred spot. I mean, I think then it knows that the work it's done is done. And you might want to rejuvenate it later in your life. You never know or pass it down to someone. So I feel like that's the way to do it. Just do it a cleansing and just wrap it up and put it away. I think that's a really good one. Um, You can also, yeah, definitely gift it to somebody if there's someone special to you that you want to pass it down to. I've done that before. Yes, me too. With some of my tools. I will say if you're giving, um, if you're gifting your athame, um, or any blade, you do want to make sure that the person pays it, pays you for it, gives you like a quarter, a dollar or something. You never gift a blade because then that cuts the ties to the friendship as well. So you want to be careful with that. Uh, the only other thing that I would say, depending on what it is, if it's something that you're just like, no, like I want to just like give this to the, you know, the universe, I'm done. Like it's retired, retired, bury it. Yeah, that's a good way to do you know, it. Bury yeah, it in the earth. Yeah, because like if it's your wand, if that's something that's like straight out like blooded with your blood inside of it, like yeah, you're not gonna pay. Well, no, I I don't think so. But that's something that I think you'll use for the rest of your life, though. Yeah, but wand. just in case, if you're someone, if you just decide that you like have a different one or something, you know. Yeah. Because um, sometimes people do. That's what I would say is you can do that. But I like the idea of cleansing it. And you know what? There's nothing wrong with having more than one of something if you want to. And then you can use two different ones, like switch it up as you see fit. And, you know, if you're you're feeling a certain type of way, and that could be what it is. It's like this is my my tools for when I'm doing my right, right. X, Y, and Z work. This is my tools for my like dark moon rituals, blah, blah, blah. Like you could totally switch it up like that too. So. And I do. I do. I use my my athami, my athami that my grandson made me sometimes for ritual and sometimes I use my other one. So and with the wands too, I have several wands. So yeah, switch it up. It doesn't. But if you want to retire it, just say, you know, put it in a safe spot. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. I like it. All right. All right. Hi, decently new pagan here, only one to two years. And I was wondering if there's any good saints or deities that are good for decision making. I just listened to the Tulpa episode and I remember my Tulpas are imaginary friends from when I was little. There were two cheetah cubs that followed me around everywhere. I was a very lonely child, so it makes sense looking back on it. Brie. So these were actually two different questions that were submitted. Um, and for the life of me, I don't remember if we had already covered the first one about the deities and saints for decision making, because it seemed really familiar to me. But since I've switched computers, I have lost some of my my notes, so I'm not sure. Also, you guys know us. You know, we repeat shit all the time because we don't remember anything. Um, <laughs> a little bit of that, a little bit of uh, all the, the wines and spirits on wine, spirits and witches, you know, affects one's memory. A saint or deity for decision-making, my go-to is Persephone. You can definitely call on her when you have some important decisions that you need or you feel kind of like you're at that crossroads. Any crossroads deity probably too, right? Yeah, Hecate for sure. Yeah, Mm -hmm. absolutely. So those are two that I would go with. I don't really know as far as like saints for making decisions. I'm not sure. But um, yeah, my go-to is is Persephone for stuff like that. And you want to give her, you know, a gift of pomegranates or fresh flowers or a skull um and she'll help you kind of like navigate that to decide what you need to do Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. and i think it's really interesting about the tulpas thank you for writing in and sharing about that i love that yours were two cheetah cubs yeah that's so awesome man that's great 
That's my okay. question is, do you have a tie to them now? Like, do you really like cheetahs or have you like looked up what they mean as, you know, a spirit animal? And, you know, does that resonate with you like in your adult life in some way? Mm. So love it. Thank you, Bree. Okay. Uh, this is um, Bones from Bones. Just watch your predictions for the year of 2022 and you had asked what the listener's first spell was and it got me thinking. I literally just got into tarot and witchcraft officially at the end of December and to use candles or burn anything where I currently live, um, where I currently live. Okay. She can't use yes. or they can't use it. So my question is for you is what would you recommend to use? I am... Um, unfortunate not to be able to use candles or incense. I am also a witch on a budget at the moment, and I have been told that tarot cards can be used in spells and would like your advice or opinions on that. Yes, I have known that there are, even though I'm not a tarot reader, that you can pull certain cards from the deck for, with that energy, like if you want to, the Wheel of Fortune card, for example. If you want to focus on that to make, get more money, I would pull it out, put it on your fridge, or put it on your dresser, and focus on that. That is definitely costs no, nothing, really. And whatever, any other energy that you want from the Tarot deck, which I'm not really familiar with. Um, I tell people to do that all the time. Yeah, um, me too. I do tell them that. And, you know, look it up, or, you know... I would say if you're going to do tarot magic, then you, sh you should really kind of get familiar with the tarot, though. So I, it's not something where I'd be like, oh, if you don't really know what this card is and you're just like, oh, well, you know, someone said that this is good for money. So I'm just going to roll with it. Like, no, like, you know, the energy that you put into your magic is what makes it effective. Look it up. Make sure that you know what the card means. Put on your altar. Meditate on med it. Meditate on it. Um, I tell people, like, look up on online different pictures of that specific card because there are some amazing decks that are just stunning works of art. Yes, there are. So find some, some pictures that you like and maybe set it as, like, your phone background so that you see it every time you look at your phone. Something that can kind of help stimulate it. That's a really great way to do it. Uh, I've also put them on vision boards and stuff because I am a tarot reader and so I have a tendency of like losing a card or one gets damaged and so then I have like the rest of the deck you know all my other card readers you guys know what I'm talking about so then I think I'm on like my fifth deck of the exact same deck that I have because I've had to replace it so many times at this point Actually, four. Four? I have a brand new one now. I saw it. Because I, I think I have to retire one of my old ones. It's just so yeah. old that you it's you can't see the picture on it. Fun. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. That's crazy. Another thing you can do is you can make a little mojo bag. I mean, that is like just a little piece of material that you find. And go out harvesting some herbs for the, the intention that you want and grind mm -hmm. them up. Put it in that mojo bag. Tie it together and put it under your pillow. Carry it with you. This this is just pennies. It costs pennies. I'm sure everyone has a piece of material, old shirt or old pair of pants or something that you can cut up and use as a little mojo bag. I think really when it comes down to it, using candles and incense are something that is, for the most part, very accessible to most people. And we know it's effective. So it becomes our go-to. And I've even thought about this where I feel like I've gotten a little lazy with my magic because like you can just kind of do a candle for just about anything. But yeah. there's so many different other types of ways of to do there. it absolutely you could do sympathetic magic 
which is like drawing your intention on a piece of paper. Poppets, those kind Pop of things. Poppets, making little poppet dolls with, with the intention. Which I again, mean, it can be really cheap if you very want cheap, to. Very cheap, very cheap. I would also say check out kitchen witchery. Like if you, if you cook, like that's definitely a good way to do it. If cooking isn't your thing, maybe just try even getting a little bit more familiar with edible plants and making different teas. Yeah, I mean, there's some floor washes. You could do that too. Yeah. Adding something to the to water and washing your floors and stuff. Mm-hmm. We've, we've talked about a lot on the show too of different things outside of just candles. So like you just kind of have to get creative and a lot of it is really inexpensive if you plan it, you know, and, and you're modest about it. You don't have to go super crazy and bougie if you don't want to. Oh. One thing that can be expensive but it's still worth mentioning here would be doing uh, essential oils in a diffuser. Yeah. Instead of incense. I do want to say you have to be mindful of what pets you have in the house and what essential oils you're using. So please exercise caution there. But that's something, if something, somebody happens to have a diffuser, your, you know, local buy nothing group or what have you, and that's something you can do, you can still work with like the aromas and, and do it that way without right. anything burning. Right, right. So there's many ways to do it. So experiment, pull your cards out of your tarot deck, go, go gathering and get some herbs and make a little mojo bag. I think that would be very rewarding for you. Okay. Love it. All right. Our next one is from the Coven Sister. So she actually wrote in. Thank you, Coven Sister. You asked for dreams. This one is driving me crazy. It was in the middle of the night and I had to stop for gas. I think I was in the mountains because the cliff was, there was a cliff next to the gas station. While I was pumping the gas, a lady in a long red dress ran up to me and said her husband needed my heart. I told her I was using it. She said, he needs your heart. And I told her it would probably not be a match because I have a rare blood type. I do. In fact, I have the second rarest blood type. So she came at me with this big kitchen knife. She was going for my elbow on my left arm. Then I saw her face. It was Santa Muerte. I screamed, help me. And apparently I screamed out loud because I was in a hotel room with Heather Lynn and she woke me up. I do not, nor have I ever worked with Santa Muerte, nor do I want to. That is a wild fucking dream. I know. That is wild. Ooh, I just got the goosebumps. Right? Well, I feel like that isn't just a dream, though. I feel like that was like an actual spirit encounter. Could have been. Right? Could have been. Yeah. But what does Santa Morte want with her? That that I don't know. So I would wonder if you have, not necessarily, because you even said here that you haven't worked with her, but is someone that you know worked with her? Have you studied about her recently? Anything that may have kind of caught her interest in some way? Um I feel like Santa Muerte has had this huge, like, resurgence. Yes. And there's a part of me that's always really excited for different deities and spiritualities when that happens. But then I'm also like, you know, people got to really be mindful of what they're doing. And I feel like Santa Muerte in so many ways has become someone that people think that they can just use for vengeance or making wishes and not really, like, giving a fuck past that. And so it's just like, that's kind of, you know, people need to like really do their homework. And I'm not directing that towards the Cuffin sister because I don't know anyone that studies as much as she does. So she's got that down. And can I just say real quick that I love that when the person says, my husband needs your heart, she goes, I told her I was using it. (laughs) Yeah, that was great. I can very much so see you doing that in real life and also explaining your blood type. Like I get this, that's, that's a very Cuffin sister thing to do. 
what do you what do you make of that like what do you think i think it's interesting that it's about like taking like your heart to me that isn't talking about like heart as in love to me that's like your your life someone needs like your power your lifeblood is kind of what that seems so i feel like this is a call for protection for sure and also to reaffirm with your deities you know and one thing i do want to say is that we always have to remember like just because the spirit says it wants to work with you it doesn't mean you have to you have the option to say no so don't forget that as well like you can honestly do that but i almost wonder if you should give her like talk to somebody that actually does work with her is the first thing that i would say or is somewhat familiar but i almost want to say that i think you need to give her like an offering of something and be like hey i'm just saying like i you know I know that you came to me in that dream. Hi, nice to meet you. Like, this isn't for me. So I'm giving you this so that we can part ways in peace. Yeah. I do feel like some kind of token and respect may need to be paid there. And just with a very clear and polite intention stated with it. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of interesting. Interesting dream. Well, what was you? What's your advice? You know, I don't know much about her, to be honest with you, to even give a a good answer about it i haven't studied her so i just know she's like a the goddess of death i think right like to be honest i think she lady of the dead there's more to her than that yeah there definitely is but i don't know that much about her i do know people that work with her though so um yes coven sister if you if you have further questions let me know and i will try and get you in touch with some of the people that i know that work with her and hopefully that can be a little bit more uh, enlightening for you but I would say yeah you need to do some protection work for sure because anyone coming at you asking for your heart and your lifeblood like that's a hard no she is the goddess of death though but she stands for healing wisdom prosperity protection love sorcery justice and even vengeance and that's a lot yeah so that I feel like she's more used toward like vengeance and stuff like that but what do I know about no that? I've seen her use for positive stuff too yeah or, I don't want to say use I hate that that like I have that tendency with deities of saying like oh this one is good for you use this one for it no you build relationships like right, right. you know I have to find better verbiage for that yeah so that's what we got huh? that's what we got so you guys have more questions please send them our way we want to hear stories Monica still really really wants Bigfoot uh Stories, stories please yes please and i just talked to one of my clients uh last week and it was really funny because i was doing a reading by phone and in the cup there was bigfoot and i, I just stopped the reading and i said to him okay did you ever have a bigfoot encounter and there was silence at the end of the phone and then he said yes i did and i have pictures to prove it and i lost my shit okay, i lost my shit and i sent you one i sent and i was like send me those pictures i got to see him he goes it was a really interesting time. And this is not the first time I've heard it about Bigfoot that when there's like something going on in your life, like the guy that does uh, Sasquatch um, Chronicles, they just lost their their grandmother or their father or somebody. And that's when they had the encounter. And this guy that I was talking to, this, this person, he had just lost his partner too. So I think that, um, I think that's really interesting. So um, I got the picture. So I want to hear those stories. Absolutely. Speaking of Bigfoot, there is no the other way, the other way. Nope, keep going. Sorry, guys, I'm talking to Ricky at the same time. Which one? Which the one? The cryptids one, the next one, that one. Your thumbs on it. Oh, thank you. God, uh, <laughs> just ask for it. I couldn't think of the name for it. Anyway, 
Speaking of Bigfoot, Monica, I've been wanting to read this to you for a while. Uh-huh. Um, someone gave Felix a cryptid's book. Actually, Brandon, who listens to this. Brandon, uh, hi. Hi, I love Brandon. Um, he gave uh, Felix some really cool books, and this one is Cryptids, Short, Tall, Big, and Small. Okay. And I will say that I have surprised myself with my Bigfoot knowledge because of you. Yes. Um, and that it really showed me that this book is actually pretty legit and really cool. The person that wrote it really does know their stuff about cryptids, has done a lot of homework on them, and apparently just really likes them. And so she just wanted to kind of like make a whole a whole thing so it's all pretty accurate anyway i wanted to read the bigfoot so it has like statistics so the habitat is the forest from the pacific northwest he stands six to nine feet tall weighs 800 pounds and was first seen january 7th 1811 so you heard it here first guys bigfoot is a capricorn <laughs> oh shit that's when he was first seen okay <laughs> um but i realized like that this was all pretty like quote correct information because of all the stuff you've told me i didn't realize how much i really knew <laughs> one of our cryptid friends is quite legendary bigfoot is widely known for being tall tough and hairy he walks like a person and looks like an ape his feet leave huge prints throughout the forest scape wait did you hear that he makes a noise by giving the uh, the trees a few knocks he'll pull down branches to throw or even use small rocks you won't see him at first but we'll know that he's coming. His steps are light and quiet, but his stink is grossly numbing. Mm -hmm. Like this is kind of like it's true. Everything it's all they pretty said. accurate, yeah, right? It's true what they said. Yeah. So there you go. So Felix is going to be a cryptid. Nice. Um, I like it. Yeah, a cryptid guy. And speaking of cryptids, I do want to give. I have a million shout-outs for this episode. While oh. we were in the East Coast, we were uh, fortunate enough to see some of our listeners. That was super fucking cool. Yes, it sure was. And Jason gave Ricky um, a Jersey Devil shirt, right? And so I was reading the back of Shout it out, when Ricky was was wearing it the other day, and it said, "So scary, you'll drop your pork roll." Oh, what's a pork roll? Is that like a Jersey thing? Yeah, but I'm it like, is. Okay. Yeah. Man, why didn't we have that when we were over there? Yeah, because I wasn't big on pork. See, but... Monica's like fucking dropping the ball. <laughs> yeah, uh -huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, so okay, I, I figured it was some kind of reference that. My West Coast self did not understand. Yeah, it's an East Coast thing for sure. Okay. Yes. Well, there's that. Uh, last, how does how does everything with you always end up going back to Bigfoot? I don't know. Every I don't time. know. But I was really excited to get those pictures. That is really exciting. You did send me one. I'll show you. It's really it cool. It's really cool. It's really cool. And this guy is is just he's definitely a witch. He said he's a witch, and um, he's like not like crazy. So. There you go. <laughs> he's a witch, but he's not crazy. Yeah. I didn't know they made us not crazy, Monica. That's interesting. <laughs> yes, yes. I, I did. So one of the things that I do is I have these sessions um, where I do like spirit animal like discovery with people. And I was working with this guy, and when we got to the part of the session to like actually find his spirit animal, like I don't have you tell me what it is right away. Like I wait till afterwards, and I have you come out of the trance, and then we'll talk about it. And I was like, so who'd you see? And he was really quiet. And he's like, Bigfoot. Oh, wow. <laughs> so wow. that's someone's spirit animal. Yeah. I, wow. I, I didn't know what to say to that. He's like, what does that mean? I'm like, I have no clue. Oh, wow. So Interesting. Picture's fucking crazy. I know. I mean, if it's real. It's real. This guy would not bullshit. And where, why? I have another one, too. I only sent you one. I got one that's a little farther away. So he was like, 
I was like, stump the stars, stump the stars. He says it's the last thing. It was in, um, um, it was in Washington State, and it was um, there's a there's a place that I've heard that they 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 frequent up there, and I can't remember. He named the place, and that's something I heard on other shows. So yeah. I saw a Bigfoot sticker on a car yesterday or the day before. I'm trying to find it because it was kind of funny and obviously anything Bigfoot, I think of you. But <laughs> I there know. is this this picture that it. goes around. It said something really stupid. There's a picture that goes around online a lot of this lady wearing this hat, and I really want to get one for you, Monica. It says, "Bigfoot's real and he ate my ass." <laughs> it was that. I, no, no, it wasn't that one. It wasn't that one. I just, I just feel like Monica really needs a lot of just like a smattering of merch that says that. But. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> I don't need any more Bigfoot stuff. People get me Bigfoot stuff, and I just don't know what to do with it anymore. So I'm good with the Bigfoot stuff. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. If if, <laughs> if you want to get her shit, make sure it's nothing but Bigfoot stuff. Yeah, God, God. <laughs> Monica, who is your shout-out? My shout-out. Let me think for a minute. You know, let's shout-out to our crew at the Green Man Store, the new crew. We got Jarrell as the manager. We have Linda coming back, and we have Jamie there, and we have also have Kaz. Kaz. So yeah. that's who my shout-out is to keeping that store going. The women of the Green Man Store and, and, and Jarrell. Jer- yeah, yeah, of course. I was going to say, like, you included Jarrell there. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, cheers to all of them. We definitely have some new faces. It's really cool. It's nice. Always nice meeting new people that have been really awesome to work with. So it's been good. My shout out is to Isa, and she is one of our listeners. The one I mentioned at the beginning of the show that um, so that she's she's seen people talk about us on different like forums. I love and stuff. it. I love that. She was like, "Oh, every time like I listen to this, she's like, I, I feel like you're like my like witchy big sister." And she's like, "And I, I always refer to Monica as my Straganona." And I was like, "Hey, that's what Felix calls her too." Well, Felix can't talk yet, but when he can, that's what he's gonna call you. So yeah, that's right. I think that you just have like a million Strega like grandchildren now. Yes, I do. Point. I sure do, and yeah. I love every second of that. <laughs> but do you have like the the big Straganona pot, like the the cauldron? Pot? I do. Does I it do. make like unlimited amounts of spaghetti? I never tried. Well, you. Come on, I gotta get get busy. Get with it. (laughs) Yes. All right, guys. Thank you so much for submitting your questions, your stories, to listening to us talk about Bigfoot and pork rolls (laughs) and all the shit that we talk about. We love you and we thank you so much for always chiming in. If you guys have anything that you want want to say or share, again, email us winespiritsandwitches at gmail.com. And until next time, marry me. Mary part and and marry marry meet again. again.